welcome to this week's episode of Black Girl Brunch. My name is Iman. And I'm Sabria. And I'm so excited. First of all, before we even get into <laughs> the big, amazing surprise we have on this week's show, we just want to apologize for missing last week. We did have to take the week off because we needed a mental health break and it happens from time to time. Mm-hmm. And it'll probably happen again. But. <laughs> yes. And, but I always appreciate like our listeners for understanding and no one ever making us feel bad. So mm-hmm. shout out to y'all for giving us space um, to just heal and recover because we'll always be back. We just need a, a moment. Yes. Um, and also, you know, we know that there are some issues with the podcast and Apple Podcasts right now. Like, it's just taking a while to load. We are working on that. So just please continue to listen via SoundCloud, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher. Like, I mean, we gave options. So mm-hmm. it's not, you know, Apple's not the only place. So Sorry just about bear it. with us. Um, we don't know what's happening. Apparently, there are some ops trying to, you know, keep us, keep you all from listening. Yeah, praying on our downfall. Yes, but we are so excited. Every time we miss a show, we always come back fully loaded with another fun, filled, beautiful show. And this week, we have a guest. Mm-hmm. We have a guest. This week, we invited a long, long, long time friend of me and Sabrina. We've been friends since literally we were babies, coming straight out of high school in West Philly together. Mm-hmm. Um, this is a friend who has been getting on us for a very long time because she'd been a bruncher for years, but she hasn't been on the show. And like I swear, I get like a random threatening message like you bitches still don't got me on the show huh and i was just like we gotta make this happen so i just want to introduce our friend who is also a performer a performance and visual artist our friend davina welcome in girl hey oh my god i'm so happy to be here it has been a long time coming yes for real (laughs) i have like what like supported and stand y'all's podcast from the announce like from the door <laughs> from the back um and i just i'm so grateful to be here and love what y'all do and stand for <laughs> absolutely i'm actually crying right now because i'm looking at a text you sent me from may which is a quote from the podcast it's you keep doing what you're doing you're gonna get what you get <laughs> <laughs> That shit, when I listen to y'all, I just be at my desk at work crackling and people think I'm crazy. They're like, what the fuck? They'll just like look at me and be like, what is Davina? Like, what? Is she laughing at them emails? Like, bitch, a spreadsheet isn't funny. I'm listening to Black Girl Run- Black Girl Lunch. Like, Period. Period. So we are so happy to have you. Let's just get right into it. Let the folks know who you are. Um. So my name is Davina. Um, I am a... Visual and performance artist. I currently live in Brooklyn. I'm originally from Philly with y'all. Uh, and I mainly like to do poetry. I have two books out. One is called Into the Divine, and that is available on lulu.com. That's L-U-L-U.com. <laughs> um, if anyone wants to get that one. And then the second book was uh, Touching Paradise. That was like a handmade kind of limited edition moment. Uh, yeah, I like to mainly do poetry. And every now and then you can catch, catch me like busting a move in... A lot of makeup and little clothing. <laughs> Love that. Yes. Love that for you. And, and where can I find you on social media? Oh, um, my Instagram is at hyperbole the queen. Um, and I guess my website is literally just like my name. If people want to do, ooh, if people want to do that, it's davinahart.com. But yeah, more things will be added to that eventually. <laughs> 
Yes, and if y'all have any questions about how to find Davina, just hit us up. That's yes. that's our girl. Because we know where to find her. Mm-hmm. Okay. So the next question is, how did you meet us? Oh, my God. Um, we met in high school. I, I, Oh, my goodness. What was the exact moment? I definitely met Iman first, right? Yeah, I, I feel like so. we were, Yeah, I met Iman first because we were taking the trolley together, right? Like, mm-hmm. coming, going the same way. You lived in, like, no, like North-ish, North-adjacent, yeah. right? And yeah, I was in North Philly, yep. Yes. Um, and I used to just be like, who is this tall, pretty bitch? Like, she seemed like she got something to say. And I feel like <laughs> I got something to say, too. So I'm going to go talk to her. <laughs> and yeah, like, we just, I feel like in my heart of hearts, and I tell people this to this day, that we were all high school sweethearts. Seriously, we really were. Mm-hmm. Remember, we campaigned together for like the <laughs> the presidential race but i'm so happy you mentioned that we rode home together because i'm like that i remember changing my bus route so that i can like hang out with you for longer so i would like yes. get on the, the like train so that we could be on the like you know i'm like this my ride home could end earlier if i like got off here but i want to continue to talk so yes <laughs> Let's i loved it. yeah we were we would fucking gossip we talk about fucking boys talk about what we <laughs> wanted to do and be and become and like i feel like in those times we were actually like manifesting the goddesses that we are now absolutely. In a way. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. absolutely how did you meet sabria Oh my gosh! Did I meet Sabria through Jazz Jazz? Maybe through I our think friend, so. mutual think friend. Yeah, yeah. Um, also in high school, and I I feel like I remember like seeing your online presence maybe first. Of course. And then <laughs> because everybody was it was it was like between MySpace. It was it was when like we were sort of at a. Uh, I would say a, a social media impasse where like MySpace was going out and everyone was trying to figure out what the next thing was. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I was like, this bitch is big and crazy. And she, she seemed like she know what's up with the internet and the fucking music. I'm obsessed with her. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and I just, I just knew we were, I just figured, I knew we were going to be fag and hag, even though I was like confused <laughs> about what the fuck I was in that moment, in those moments. But yes. But you know what? No matter what, you was always daughter to me. So yes, <laughs> we it did not play about that. you. We really did not play about you. <laughs> we ain't play about you. We did not at all. We ain't play about you. And I, I love that. Like we were always able to have each other's back in that way. I, I like. I just don't. I keep looking back on it, and I just feel like warm inside thinking about how we didn't even know that we were protecting each other when we were like mm-hmm. catching the train together and not being alone and doing after school programs together. It was just like amazing to see all that like continue into adulthood. Mm-hmm. Yes, very that. Yeah. So, how did you get started with visual and performance arts? Um, this is a good one because I think my first time performing was. Like, I threw a party, and I was like, I'm going to perform at this party that I'm throwing for my old birthday. Like, in college. <laughs> <laughs> like it, was th- it was that form of Aquarius extraness. Um, so it was a mixture of, like, uh, and every, every, I feel like many dolls say this, but I'm going to be another doll that says this. I found my performance in visual arts through gender and expression. Um, but that's really, that's, it's really true. Uh, I knew that I 
didn't want anything to do with masculinity. Mm. Um, and I started exploring like things with makeup and just like playing with poetry and my words. And I was like, how can I combine all this, all this together? And I was like, oh my God, it's drag. So then mm-hmm. I'm, dra- then I'm a drag queen, right? Then I'm a non-binary performer. And now I'm, you know, a trans doll who, uh, participates in drag in a way, right? Uh, so yeah, it was sort of through that. And I just like, I threw this crazy party and (laughs) invited a bunch of people over to my fucking townhouse. And I was like, I'm going to do Katy Perry. And then boom, it just kind of, it, it, it became a moment. And now it is the moment and a lot of fun and exciting things are hopefully going to happen of it. And it was a way for me to gain control back of myself and my body. Mm. I love that. And it's so it's so amazing because like we have seen it every step of the way, and especially because like you and I, we um at a period of time we went to school together and like college together. So it's crazy that I got to see all of it like every step of the way. Um, and it makes me so excited just seeing you like just come out of your shell. And we'll get to that later, but I just it's so just it's so inspiring to see. Yeah. Um, and the next question is tips for new artists on how to cultivate a community. This is so important. Oh my God. This is so important. Community is so important. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, so this is a good one because I'm someone, I'm like a great example of this in a way. Like mm-hmm. I went from having No, you know, like not having parental support, being like super shy and like not having, uh, you know, not really having ride or dies, not having a lot of friends to now I have, I have multiple families, multiple, Mm. multiple families, multiple chosen families, um, and networks that I've somehow created from nothing. But so uh, I would say tips, like definitely like, dare I say the internet, um, (laughs) the internet is a great tool, like find you know what what it is that you like and other people that uh see those things and love those things and just really like gravitate and anchor toward them um and like really you have to like put yourself out there um and just like attend things that was the main thing I did was just going out Mm. um I had my like party girl phase and that I met you know good and bad kind of people that way right and then I sort of dialed it down and went to more selective events like don't go to every single party but what what functions do I feel like I will be uh inspired by going you know what function am I going to go to and I'm going to leave feeling uh better than I did coming in um and find people at those functions right um find people in those groups and those networks um and yeah just like and take your time yeah take Mm -hmm. your time like don't be in a rush like oh i don't have this at this time i don't have this like big group of people and um and you want to rely on like you have to like see yourself and like rely on yourself first and then branch out to uh these communities where it's you're gonna you're gonna be inspired you're gonna feel something from going to this performance or going to this gallery show um and start building up yourself so that those other people come gravitate toward you Mm -hmm. um and also don't be afraid to cut cut someone out the community too no shade no shade (laughs) like you know a lot of the times it's like 
once you start really diluting down the friend group, <laughs> but once you start um, being unafraid to know what your boundaries are um, and be able to set that with others, it, it really, it does wonders for your, for your mental and for, for the community that you create for yourself. Mm-hmm. Wow. I love that, especially the part about taking your time. I feel like that can't be said enough because we all need to hear it. Like we mm-hmm. all feel like I should be having a community that's this big or I should be having something that's this big. And I think it's because of this like viral mm-hmm. culture we're living in. But in reality, like organic connections take time. Mm-hmm. They do. All right. So Sabrina kind of touched on this, but you've trans you transformed so much over the years. You used to be so shy, but now you're a little performer. <laughs> what made you want to come out of your shell? Like I'm thinking about who you were in high school, and I'm like, where did she? Where did this like loud, big presence come from? I'm confused. I love it, but I'm very like, what happened? Um, estrogen. Just kidding. Um, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. <God. laughs> okay. Okay. Let me stop. Um, <laughs> so I feel like I hit a certain point where, uh, in in high school, where I I looked at I looked in the mirror, and I was just like, "Do am I am I chill with this? Like, is this what I is this what I want to give? Is you know like?" And I really thought about not only like my exterior but also my my interior, right? Like I'm looking at myself in both ways, and I'm just like. Oh, where do I want? What do I really fucking want? What do I really want to fucking feel? And it's just like, I didn't want to live. I didn't want to live my life not taking, um, taking advantage, taking advantage of things, and like just like, uh, with love and like having love around me and in me, um, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. But. Uh, I I came out of my I came out of my shell. I started just like just like I said, talking to people, branching out, going to things was a lot of it. Um, I feel like in many ways the uh, feminine relation, the relationships, uh, friendships with femmes in high school, such as y'all, really um, kind of also was like a turning point and like transformed. Where I was like, do I want to like be? these goddesses do i want to worship these goddesses do i you know it was just like how am i seeing myself in reflection to the people around me and the people that inspire me Mm -hmm. and so i came to a certain point where i was like i want to become the black woman goddess that i serve Mm -hmm. and how do i get to that i was like now i know what it is right and something sort of clicked um and yeah i i went to college and i was like i'm gonna do what the fuck i want in new york honey (laughs) <laughs> and I I put that makeup on, I put that dress on, <laughs> I played some Donna Subba, and before I do it, <laughs> before I do it, I was fighting for my life with this estrogen. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I just I I got to I just got to a certain point where I wanted to I wanted to live for me, uh, and I just I wasn't happy with what I was seeing inside and out. And I was like, I can create myself. Mm. I uh, love it. And that's it. something, yeah, that's something so beautiful about uh, transness is just like create, creating the, the deity you want to be. Mm-hmm. Mm. I love that so much. And like, it makes me just so happy to see 
you be like yourself fully. Mm-hmm. Um, also, I love how because like. I remember, like, from being from high school, like, you were very quiet. You never had really, like, a stance on anything, and you never, like, ruffled any feathers. And I just love how loud you have become um, about, like, you know, black womanhood and um, being a black trans woman and being loud about it and being, like, you know, if you give a fuck about us, open your... Like, I just love seeing it from you. Like, being rowdy and being, like, I am here. And, you know, if you love me and you say you really give a fuck about trans women, you're, you're going to be, you got to be just as loud as me. Yes. Like, I love that, mm-hmm. that you are not afraid anywhere to, like, ruffle people's feathers and you're like, this is me, this is who I am. Fuck who don't like it. Period. And that's very exciting to see, especially knowing you from the beginning, you know, of your journey. It's just, like, it's, I love it. Yeah. And I'm so sorry. Like, I agree with everything Sabria said. Um, also, I think about how, like, again, when we met, we were children. Right? Yeah. And I always oh think about how, like, when I'm like, Davina Deve- just doesn't seem like she's from North Philly. Like, I felt like <laughs> you always lived in your own world. You know, you always had, like, this, like, utopia because you were always, like, in a good mood, happy, like, kind-spirited. But it's, like, as you've grown and as I watch you become, like, this tough woman, I'm like, there's that Philly grit. Like, that's that North Philly shit where it's, like, I'm <laughs> yes. going to be who the fuck I want to be. Nobody's going to stop me from doing anything. And I'm just, like, I see North Philly in you today more yes. than I've ever seen before. And I just love it. <laughs> yeah, because... Like, I, I love, really love seeing it. you get angry. I'm like, yep, talk your <laughs> shit. Like, I love yes. it. I, lo- I love it. Because, like, that's what you, you know, you deserve to express yourself in that way. And, like, who gives a fuck who don't like it? Absolutely. Um, and the next question is, tell us about NYC. Do you enjoy living there? Um, I mean, yes and no. <laughs> 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 uh I so New York right now it's it's giving inflation, it's giving housing <laughs> crisis, it's oh. giving like class war. There's there's a lot going on here all the time. So for that I love and also for that I don't love, right? Mm. Um right now I'm you know, I'm sort of like I'm in a temp I'm in like a temporary home right now. I'm sort of like still looking for a permanent place. Y'all know about that T. Mm-hmm. Don't um but yeah, it's like I love that there's always something to do and something going on and like sort of a a spectacle, but the spectacle isn't always positive. Um, and the bubble isn't always positive, right? Like people are always like, oh, you live in Brooklyn, you're in your motherfucking bubble. And I'm like, yeah, and sometimes I like my bubble. And sometimes <laughs> I want to pop this fucking bubble and take a fucking piss on it. Um, <laughs> so... <laughs> <laughs> that's where I'm at. I'm sort of I'm sort of at this this weird impasse with New York where I I love it, but I also uh like getting out every now and then. And that's why I've kind of like taken a lot of little trips recently, like making sure to remind myself that the world is bigger than Brooklyn, the world is bigger than Bedford Stuyvesant. Um and just, you know, seeing seeing the beauty in everything. But yeah, overall, it's like I've learned a lot of lessons here. I've learned a lot of tough lessons here and uh, grown a lot. And New York has been the place where I found myself and where I found, um, you know, another chosen family and uh, definitely has helped mold me with 
the the tough parts of the spectacle. <laughs> yeah, for sure. For yeah, sure. I definitely can agree with that. As somebody who lived in New York with you um, for a time, I definitely, the chosen family thing is like, if it's going to happen anywhere, it's definitely there. Mm-hmm. Um, and from the outside looking in, I love seeing that evolve. Like even people that I knew, um, you know, when you first moved there and seeing them evolve too, and then seeing y'all make a family and seeing people really grow into who they like have always seen themselves be wanting to be like, that's just, it's so, um, it's so exciting. Um, but yeah, um, (laughs) with the, yeah, the bubble and wanting to piss on it. Like I, um, I could understand why you feel like that. Like totally understand. Um, because it's, uh, like you have good people there and you have Uh some people who are just like, you know, I cannot trust you. (laughs) It's just very much that, but it's so many opportunities, especially when you are a queer person, when you're an artist, there's so many opportunities, um, there, um, to grow, but you just gotta fight. Yeah, Yeah, but the opportunities got hands. The opportunities (laughs) definitely got hands, and I'm but I'm glad that you were able to like stay and like you know flourish because it's not easy. Like it's really not. Um, And (laughs) it's funny because like I um, knew when you were in your party girl days, and I've um (laughs) I've witnessed some things. (laughs) I have I am so mellow now. I'm such a grandma child. But that's yeah. So that's so hilarious. So like I just I'm really happy that you got to stay there and like just like you know fight your way through and like just make it your own. That makes me really happy to see. Yeah. Now that you're in your Whole Foods era. Yeah, because she was crazy, but... I, no, I love that. I love that. Um, I definitely feel like people in New York are a different type of grimy, but I also feel like the the people that um, are loyal in New York are a different type of loyal as well. Like, that's what I've been hearing from different people. But even with all that said, I still want to experience living there at least one point in my life. Just yeah, I feel like everybody should, especially if you are an artist. Yeah, for sure. So... We talked a little bit about like your books and all the great things that you've got going through, um, got g- going on. We'd like to know what's next for you. Ooh, um, what's next? I would say definitely more performances. Um, mm-hmm. I y'all know that I recently got into a ball the ballroom community. Nice. So uh, I will be seen on the floor. um and there will be looks there will be stunts there will be uh hopefully another book eventually i feel like i want to switch it up with my next book though like i don't i maybe want to do like not a poetry book and gag the girls (laughs) um but yeah just just more art and creation and continuing to build now this uh beautiful family within the ballroom community and I'm very, very excited for that journey. <laughs> yes, I'm excited because I can't wait <laughs> to come to a show, you know, give you your tens. <laughs> um, the, so I'm, again, I keep on saying I'm so excited, but I am, like, because I, the fact that, like, I would know somebody that's, like, you know, getting down on the floor. <laughs> 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 just like, ah! 
But yeah, um, I can't wait for that. And also, I <laughs> sidebar, bitch, I seen you in the background of a <laughs> um, open to all video. Yes. <laughs> that was the one time I went to OTA. That you you that was the one time you went. Yeah, that's hilarious. <laughs> like, cause you have no idea. Me and my mom fucking love OTA. Like, we always watch the videos. <laughs> um. Always watch him. And, like, the fact that you was in the background, I was like, oh, my God, that is fucking hilarious. <laughs> and I was by myself, too. That's the gag. I was by myself in the front, and I was having a good time. I had my little one drink, and I was like, I'm just going to watch. That's annoying because, like, if I still lived in New York, I would have went with you. Like, I want to go to OTA so fucking bad. It's such a key. It is such a key. It it's, is, it's I really, love the videos. It's just like that in real and life. And I love Miss Josephine. Like, I feel like a lot, oh, I a saw lot Josephine, too, at um, she like Kiki gives Ball. me like me and my mom is her number one fan. Like, not everybody gets it, but you gotta give an old girl her tense. Like, no she's matter been in the what, game a long time. She's been in the game a long time, and you gotta respect the OG. So, I don't give a fuck if her <laughs> Vogue is sloppy. Give her her tense. She's still that girl, okay. <laughs> <laughs> she she has the confidence and something I'm learning in a uh, ballroom right now is that a lot of it is like, yes, you got you have to have the technique. You have to know the basics and add your own um, flair to it. But mm-hmm. a lot of it is confidence. And yes, she got the confidence down. She do. She had a confidence. That's why I, I always love seeing her, because even if she do a sloppy ass dip, I'm like, I still want to see her because she carries it like she fucking like Laomi. Like she really <laughs> carries it like that. And I, I love that. I just sent y'all I just Googled Miss Josephine and I just sent oh, yeah. y'all what came up. <laughs> These old black and white pictures. So y'all gonna have to let me know who Miss Josephine is. Black no, that's not <laughs> Wait, where did you send it? You said Mrs. Josephine. No. No. I was so hyped. I thought, let me go check Miss Josephine out. And I'm like, huh? This, this, I know this ain't her. Oh, my God. I felt so bad. Me and, me and you just went, like, a full-out cunt. And, like, I was like... I was like, enjoying it. I was really enjoying the whole conversation. Really. I love learning. I love learning. All right, I'm going to send you a video. You got to... She's only in video. She don't really do the pictures, but okay. she's only in video. But yeah, yeah. Miss Josephine, you gotta, you gotta respect her. That's the only thing I'm gonna say. <laughs> Period. I'm excited to watch uh, the video, but no, I love this, love this conversation, and I love what's next for you, Davina. I just want to like remind the folks, like this is why it's important to fi- follow you on social media because, like, you're. Every year, you just get better and better and better. Yeah, you do. <laughs> you got to just stay tapped in. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Um, so, we are going to get in into a good old game of this or that. Oh, so shit. Th- this is a surprise. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. this or that. You have to choose one or the other. Um so it's pretty. You get it. It's pretty self-explanatory. I will. I will try my darndest. It's really not that hard. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, more. I feel like you be making stuff way more complicated than it is. But it's really not that hard, girl. It's either this or that. <laughs> the two options. Like quite literally, this or that. She said, "I'm a try my hardest." <laughs> Pay attention. <laughs> oh my god. So this or that? Pumpkin pie or sweet potato pie? Sweet potato pie. Period. I knew. Oh, well, looks like I'm outnumbered. Um, <laughs> you said pumpkin? I Sabrina. love pumpkin pie. Caucasian. 
Right, I was just about to say, aren't you black? <laughs> wow, that is crazy. Your taste buds are very, hey, how are you? <laughs> very, don't you be a stranger now. <laughs> yeah, it's giving dockers, khaki dockers, pole shirt tucked in. Okay, that's pumpkin crazy. Pie. Pumpkin pie is delicious. Anyway, mm. moving on. So, <laughs> I can't wait to hear this one. New way or old way? Oh, um... <laughs> I I guess it depends on what context. So as far as like doing it, mm-hmm. I would say new way because I'm terrible at old way. But as far as watching, I love watching old way. Like, oh my God, like the lines and the symmetry and the ka 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 into the beat. It's so hot to me. I do like, so we talk about Vogue, style, yeah. styles and Vogue. Mm. So I gotta agree with you. I love watching lines the old way, but I'm not, I love a I love stunty cunty and I love like um, femme queen, like those categories, new way. So I would have to, if it was me, I know you're not, I'm not asking the question of me, but I love both. So <laughs> I would have to say new way for me. Um, but yeah, I understand. I feel like you are definitely, like the way your body flows, definitely new way. I, yeah, feel, like I feel like you I'm... would be so constricted if you try to do old way. <laughs> I... <laughs> We haven't tried it yet in, uh, or I haven't tried it yet in um, practice with my house, but I will. And I know they're going to have to show me and I can't wait to see how that turns out, child. Oh, I would love to see that. They are going to chop me. <laughs> but it's okay. It's okay. It's okay. Everybody get chopped once in a while. Yeah. <laughs> um, I would get chopped, period. But um, same. <laughs> Oh, the next question is, human hair or blend? Human, 100%. Yeah, three million I'm, times over, any day, any way, please. Which weirdo was picking blend? I, I don't know, child. <laughs> I, I mean, Why is that even an option? I don't know. It could have been sewing or closure. I can't, even, but I, can't it's even, <laughs> I can't even think of a single thing that would be more helpful other than maybe if you like, st- like if you style it and set it, it, it may like stay longer than human hair, I guess, because it has some synthetic. Ooh, yeah, and like if you want a budget. Yeah, like, if you want a budget, and also like for a pony, like it's really nice for like a ponytail. Yeah, for a ponytail, but if it was an option, any every time. Yeah, I'm human. yeah human hair is that. Yeah, you're right. Exactly, exactly. And I have twenty something wigs, honey. I mean, they're they're all like kind of different and have a different story, but child. I still gotta send you the, the the wig that I want to send you is I think it's it's synthetic or no I think it's actually a blend, but it's like. Uh, it's very like it's a performance wig. Yes, it can be revived. It can be revived. It can be revived because yeah, you do know how to do that. Me, I don't because it's tattered the wig, and I'm like, I know this bitch can do something with it. (laughs) I can't. Um, so (laughs) the last this or that is short nails or long nails. Uh, also depends on context, but. (laughs) For me personally, mm-hmm. I'm finna. I don't know if y'all can hear the clack. I'm gonna <laughs> always have the long. I'm a bitch. I need to be able to hear the nails. Y'all need to be able to see. You need to be able to. Uh, I need to be able to rar. I need the long. But for like, if you're in your like manual labor era and you need like to get a little short, short or like mm-hmm. you know you're learning. I, I had short nails for a, for a minute until now because like learning how to Vogue. Mm. But um, now I'm just like, bitch, if one break, I'm going to just continue on. <laughs> I yeah. say long. I agree. 
I feel like if they are short, they need to be square. And if they're long, they need to be oval. That's just, that's for me. I know long square nails look really great on some hands, but my hands, <laughs> if they're long, they got to be like almond shape. Yeah. For you. Wait, Davina, what's, you get stiletto, right? Yeah, I do stiletto long or stiletto medium, depending on if I have to like do stuff with my hands that uh, month. <laughs> yeah, I usually get um, ballerina. Or I could do square, but right now I got lipstick shape. What is I really like shape? that? I really love that. Lipstick, lipstick is literally like making a side and get her nose lipstick. It's like on an angle, slanted. Yeah, like, like slanted. No, you got to look it up. It's slanted. Hmm. Like lipstick nails are. It's literally like how um, lipstick. Like when you scroll up the lipstick and how it be like on that angle. It's literally like that. That's Gosh. why it's called lipstick nails. I'm gonna send you send it to you later. <laughs> All right, and that's it for this and that. Thank yeah. you for playing. See, it was very easy. Yes, Good job. I didn't know if y'all was going to gag me or not. <laughs> no, those... no gags here. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's move on into tea time, shall we? Mm-hmm. Oh, shit. All right, so we finally saw the preview to the live action Little Mermaid. Star starring Holly Bailey. I'm just so I stopped what I was doing. First of all, I'm not even on social media right now, but I something inside of me told me to just check Instagram real quick. Just check it. And when I did, I checked it and I saw that the um that the preview was out and it, it, it like teases you. Like you're seeing under the sea, you hear the song, you hear Holly's voice, and then out of the shadow, she appears. And she not only has red hair, the lo- their locks. The locks. Love that. I was uh, praying they kept her. They kept her locks. I was praying. Me too. Cause that makes sense too. Yeah, it really does. Especially if we're gonna have a Caribbean crab. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And there was so many um like little girls just like on um, just like watching it and being like, mommy, like she's black or, oh my gosh, she looks like me. She's black. Like seeing children like so excited and shocked that the Disney princess is black is very telling about like just the climate that we live in right now. Like the fact that these little girls was like, wait a minute, she's black. And then immediately followed by excitement. I was so happy. I've heard all of the, um, the negative things like people like white folks intentionally giving it like a negative rating. But I, for one, am happy. I'm like, it doesn't matter what they say. It's being made. Or it's made already, actually. Like, I just, yeah. I can't yes. bring myself to give it attention. Exactly. I'm going, you cannot um, steal my joy. You cannot break my soul. Like, <laughs> I'm very into it. Like, I'm so excited. Also, like, shout out to real singers. Like, mm, coming back to um, to Disney. Because she can sing her ass off. And she is... If anybody was going to play The Little Mermaid, it's so perfect for her. So perfect. Because she has that Disney voice. Mm-hmm. Princess. Mm-hmm. I love it. I'm so fucking happy to get to be alive during a time like this one. <laughs> but also, the memes have been cracking me up. Like, the, the people that are anti it, that are, like, trying it. I'm like, please... <laughs> like don't you're not gonna fucking take this moment it's happening it's going to be beautiful and like all y'all all y'all are gonna fucking go see it anyway and y'all are gonna fucking like 
No. Mm-mm. <laughs> I also yep. love that she's this not saying anything. Like she's not responding to anything. I'm like, period. Beyonce told her, <laughs> taught her the right, taught her the right way. Like she's literally not saying anything about it. I'm sure it's not easy to like see so many people. Mm-hmm. You know, she's 22 years old. To see like so many people like being oh gosh, so hateful so to her when she's a princess in a fictional movie, it's it's just so telling of like mm-hmm. how people feel about black women. Yeah, it's crazy. But um, she's taking it with grace and she's about to make a big di- like in five years, no one will give a shit about the the people who like were saying something negative. It's just gonna be one of the greatest Disney movies of all time. Exactly. I'm excited. Like nobody could like I said, nobody could take that away from me. Like I was like, oh my God, I was so taken away. Also like um people need to stop editing the um that scene because you fucking idiots, if you've seen the movie, you would know that she is in the deepest, darkest part of the ocean. And also the scene is sad because she is literally under the sea, you know? And it's dark there. So wait, what so are they doing? They're editing clips of it to make it brighter. Oh. Because they're saying like, what? oh my God, Disney, like, why would y'all do this? It's so dark. It's so depressing. I'm like, that song is sad she was like i wish i could be a part of that world like she's looking up you know and she's in the darkest part of the the ocean and she's behind a ship there's no light it's also a fucking preview they was trying to be mysterious because it was a preview it was like it's just they have done such a good job if you ask me of like keeping her look an absolute secret and that's why they saved her for the last like two seconds of the um preview because they wanted to build up like oh my god and then from out of the shadow she peeks and it's like whoa it's here but we haven't seen it all like we're still we still haven't seen like her moving her locks and and movement like there's so much we're still missing they're trying to actually save some from i guess when they release the full preview later it's coming out in 2023 so they'll Mm -hmm. probably release it closer to the release but Mm -hmm. it's like y'all please pipe down but i do have a question (laughs) for y'all if y'all could be um a live action princess who would it be Oof, I probably would want to be, oh, fuck, this is so hard. Mm. Um, we could say new or old princesses, right? Yep, new or old princess. Um, so for me, it would be a tie between um, Mulan mm-hmm. um, and Moana. Oh, yeah, Moana's good. Yeah, oh. so it would be a tie between them two because they both were defiant um, and they both were like, I their dreams. Well, first Mulan was it was for her family, um, and then Moana. She had a dream, and she was like not letting nobody stop that, no matter what. Mm-hmm. So I really identify with it. Yeah. Same. What about you, Davina? Disney mm, princess. I feel like Moana's a good one for sure. Um, and for some reason, I think. For some reason, my mind goes straight to uh, what is the homegirl's name that's Beauty and the Beast? Is it Belle? Belle. Yeah, oh my Belle. God, I was thinking Belle too. Like, I'm just like, has anyone ever seen a black goddess version of fucking Belle? No. True. <laughs> they and they also, the, be- the Beast seemed like my type. No shade. He like looks like a bear. So. <laughs> yeah, a kidnapper. <laughs> I'm just like, I love when people kidnap. Like, I would turn it into kink. I would just be like, <laughs> Because I'm a crazy person. I so it would Minasha. either be like wholesome Moana or like crazy. Yeah, like 
Those are my two extremes. In your furry era. <laughs> the freakiest answer ever. Uh, <laughs> that is so funny. I was actually thinking Belle, too, just because I would like to be in that mansion by myself. And also, like, people was, like, making her dresses and stuff. I'm like, ooh, I would love to get dressed. Love Moana. When she was talking about how I just got to get off this island, literal mood right now. <laughs> yes. <laughs> literal mood. I listened I to that gotta... song and literally cried. Sabrina, same. <laughs> I listened to it on Sunday. Oh, and Yolanda oh. Adams before that. So you know I was going through it. But um, an- another princess I'd be, I know it's kind of problematic, but um, I would be Pocahontas because... <laughs> I was like, why? You little white man? But... No. <laughs> Obviously, because I support my dad. I love nature. Um, and, like, um, the songs. Like, she literally was saying, you need to respect nature. You need to think with all the colors of the wind. Like, she was ooh. so real for that. That's how I feel when I go through a walk in North Philly. Like, that song be playing in my head. You know, for, I was say, since I'm a fucking dork, to make Pocahontas, they compiled a bunch of pictures of supermodels together to get the look of Pocahontas. Yeah, it's definitely not a shock with that jawline. <laughs> yeah, right. That jawline. Cheekbones was on point. I, and also just loved Pocahontas when I was a kid, uh, not knowing the history. Uh, but yes, I would definitely See? go with Pocahontas. All right. So let's get into Black Girls taking over the Emmys. This news is coming a bit, of, a little bit late because we were out last week, but it's still very relevant. Mm-hmm. Like, come on. It was Lizzo. It was Zendaya. It was Quinta. It was Shirley Ralph all taking home um, a, a Emmy Award. And That's right. It just was, they all look beautiful, one. Mm-hmm. And I didn't watch the show, but I saw some clips and I saw the feedback on social media. It seems like it was just a really, really great program. Yeah, because I watched it. Um, and I must say, like, the jokes were on point. Like, um, shout out to uh Keenan Thompson for like hosting it. He was a really good <laughs> host. Work. Um, it came very natural to him. Obviously, because he's been in the game for since I don't know when. But, like, it was a good... I felt like it was a good show. And it was so exciting to see Black women just, like, take over. Um, and it was very inspiring. Um, I felt like a lot of people who won were people who worked their ass off and people who maybe never thought that they would see an Emmy. Um, yeah. So that was so exciting to see. Um, you know, people, especially like, you know, Lizzo and, um, and Quinta and like when, cause I'm just like, they're, you know, regular girls, just like me. That was so <laughs> exciting. And also Shirley Ralph, like she's been in the game literally as old as like 30, like 30 years. Um, maybe even like longer than that. And Original see, Dream Girls. Exactly. And yes. to see her just finally, you know, get that Emmy is like amazing. Um, because she just never, she said that in her speech, like, never give up on you. And that meant a lot to me. Um, especially, I'm like, first of all, I'm not that old. I literally just turned 30 this year. <laughs> but sometimes I feel like, oh, it's too late. Like, oh, I should have been doing this. Or, oh, my God, I'm going to be old when this happened, whatever. So, but, like, long as it happens. And, like, for me, I'm hoping, like, in the next two years something happened. But I'm like, that's still not old. So I'm happy that, like, that was so, uh, like, I love Shirley Ross. Um speech you know saying that that like never give up on you and i'm just like it's you're you're right i'm boom yeah never give up on you and also just i love that she 
like reclaimed her time. Like we could have easily just known her as like D from Moesha. Mm-hmm. And she was just like, no, like that's, that was not my only moment. You know, like that's not my only moment. Like I get to be a star again at any age and I get to win awards now. It's just amazing. I also wanted to give a shout out to Coleman Domingo who plays Ali in Euphoria. He also won an Emmy and like he's from Philly. Shout out to half Philly was in the building. Love to see it. Like, really, really love to see it. Um, but yeah, it was just so like, again, like I said, watching it, it was so inspiring. It gave me like such a glimmer of hope. Inspired me, made me want to keep on going. But that was a train going. But yeah, I just I loved it. I was having a having a good time. Did you get a chance to watch um, Davina? Always look. I did not watch the Emmys, but I heard about the winners. And uh, specifically, I, I wanted Zendaya to get her 10s. Um, but I also was very happy to hear about um, Cheryl and seeing the... Uh, there was like an interview where she, that she did where she was talking about, you can if you don't make it at 20, you make it at 30. You'll make it at 40. And what's meant for you is going to be for you. And I really needed to hear those words. Because mm-hmm. um, similar to what Sabria was saying, like I've been feeling like, um, you know, the the big 3-0 is coming on. And I, I know that part of me is going to have this freaky depression but I also needed this reminder that like this is just an age and also like what's for you is going to be for you. Like if you're going to be a superstar, you're going to be a fucking superstar. Saria's going to be a fucking bomb ass writer. Iman's going to continue to be that bitch. It's just going to fucking <laughs> continue to happen because it's for you and whatever timeline it's it's just going to be meant. Um, and there's no like rushing to things. I feel like a lot in our society we get like uh, caught up in comparing ourselves to, to each other and uh, just like rushing things especially when it comes to like productivity and success. So I just, I really needed to hear that. And that was super like inspo for me. Yes. Yeah. Trust the process. Trust the process. That's what I'm hearing. Like you really got to trust the process. And like, I always like pray for patience. And then when I'm, when I got to be patient, I'm like, why am I being patient? Like, oh, cause I prayed for patience. So now I got to <laughs> actually put it into practice and patience don't mean you be patient for a year. It can mean you be patient for 10 years. If you have to, it's going to come when it's time. Also just realize Coleman Domingo, um, who played Ali, He's also 52 years old and he won his first yes. Emmy. So it's just like, again, like age ain't nothing but a number. That's all Her. it is. That's all it is. Um, so, yeah, shout out to all the black folks again. Like Issa said, we rooting for everybody black. Moving everybody. forward <laughs> to um, our final subject, which is a little fun. Um, depending <laughs> I'm so glad on, this is all here. <laughs> depending on what you think is fun. So, um, Evan <laughs> Peters will be playing Jeffrey Dahmer in the, the new series. I believe it's, is it Netflix? Um, yes, it's on Netflix. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. So, it's called Dahmer Monster. The, the Jeffrey Dahmer story. And it's a series st- or a movie? It is um, a series. Oh, okay. Copy. Ten episode limited series follows the story of a real life serial killer, Jeffrey Dahmer, who murdered 17 men and boys between 1978 and 1991. God damn, that's a very long time. 1978 to 1991? Jeez! Oh God. That I didn't is know it was like, that long. That's like two very Tess different over times. Two years. Oh my God. He was doing that shit like it's his full-time job. I had no idea it was that long. I, mean, I don't know why I thought it was like four, four months that he oh was going God. on yeah. a spree. 
How Free. did that nigga get away for, with that for so fucking long? That's insane. Especially during the 70s. Because I feel like during the 70s was peak white men killing everybody era. Like, that's when Bruh. it first started happening. So it was like by the 80s, y'all should have had the profile already. <laughs> like, it didn't take us no time to get the school shooter like profile. It took us no time. It took us about... Two years after Columbine, for like every every show that stars teens to start uh, casting a certain type of white guy as the, you know the person that did it. So it's like, why did y'all not create that profile for like back in the seventies or eighties? It's just insane. That is insane. Yeah, that really is insane. That really is. I had no like you said. That's different. It's different era. It's different fashion. Different music. Like that's crazy <laughs> as shit. Insane, insane. And I guess I answered my own question. I'm like, how how did they let that slide? Wasn't it that a lot of his victims were boys of, like, color? Yes, they were black and brown men. Mm, well, mm. there we go. <laughs> That's yeah. how it was able to happen and over that time period. And I believe they were sex workers as well. Mm-hmm. Yep. Right. Um, yep, cause he of was course. Like, yep, because yep. it's like, who would people care, like, you know, less about? Yeah. So, yeah, I had no... That is... Getting that knowledge is crazy as shit. Cause I know I remember one time my mom said something about Jeffrey Dahmer, but like I didn't pay much attention to it. But I'm thinking about it. Our fucking parents was Alive. like teenagers yeah. when this motherfucker was killing people. Cause I forgot. I remember my mom said something about like I think it was like she remember it being on the news, and I didn't really like pay it any mind. But I'm like, yeah, of course she remembers on the news. She's a fucking teenager or in her early twenties. Yeah. And what I will say is like, you know, everybody know I'm into the true crime stuff and I'm not one of those people who like have has like a crush or anything on a serial killer or could even ever see them in any attractive light. Um, it's just more of a infatuation with how people can be that dark and crazy and like how can you like what are some trends like what do I need to know about certain personalities so I can stay away from them I feel like knowing about certain people arms you to be able to protect yourself but I will say after learning about Jeffrey Dahmer I was not able Mm -hmm. to ever revisit anything about him because I felt like he well didn't he partake in like cannibalism and Mm -hmm. stuff too he Uh... just was a sick Fuck if I ever seen one before. Like, he is just like a very nasty person. And I'm thinking about like Evan Peters, who also plays a very, a lot of very like trouble. Evan Peters is going to eat this up. He's been waiting for this whole thing. Yeah, he was like, he was like, I volunteer as tribute. Yeah. He got that script and was like, I volunteer. (laughs) I I swear to you. And he was like, I got this. He was like, you know what? Just just close the auditions. Close the auditions. If I got no audition. Dead ass. <laughs> yeah, I think he got cherry picked to play this role. Who um, else? If not him, if not him, then who? My, right. Maybe Michael Sarah, but I feel like who? No, who he knows? too, he too whispery, you know. See, I think about all. I think one big um, it's one big category for me, like Jesse Eisenberg. <laughs> <laughs> this guy, I feel like they all different versions. Like they all the same person, but in different universes. You kind of yeah, I agree. You know, yeah, like Michael Sarah is like the the. What's his name? He's like the Evan Peters, but in like a wacky, dry humor era. Mm-hmm. Jesse Eisenberg is him in like a really serious era. I mean, like um, just like world, and then Evan Peters is like the one in a really dark, like Gotham e world. Mm-hmm. 
But I agree. I think he's definitely going to eat this role up. And I hope he's like Zac Efron and like how he's like portraying this role as like this guy's clearly the monster because a lot of times people can like sympathize with these killers. Like nobody cares about what your mom did to you. You cannot be killing people and eating them. Yeah, that's, yeah, I really hope that, um, was about to say that, because, so from watching the preview, like, because it's two previews, um, and the one that I saw, they were saying, um, because Niecy Nash is in it, Mm -hmm. and it was like, um, that she was touching, her character was touching on the fact that he was killing black and brown men. Um, and nobody, like, you know, cared about it. Because um, I heard something truly like, it was going on for months, and he was in his apartment. Um, and then the police showed up. Like, but first of all, doing that shit in an apartment, crazy. Yes, it's just a saying. I'm watching the... um. Yeah, like, you nasty. Go take your fucking cannibal ass into the woods or something. In the fucking... Like, <laughs> I'm gonna say, if you must. But if, if you, you must, do like, it, do it over there. To. I'd rather you not do it in the house. Because no they was talking but. about this. Because I, I remember from the preview, the smell. Like, she said, her character said something about the smell. And I'm like, oh, my gosh. Like, I, I can't lie. Like, I definitely will watch it out of curiosity Me to too. how... They portray him like I'm very interested because I I watched the um Ted Bundy thing, um how you know to see how he was be, uh betrayed um didn't really get that story um it was a very it was a it was a big miss for me um didn't get it um, what what the Ted Bundy story yeah I I didn't um yeah I didn't get it um <laughs> it, was, it was a total miss for me. Um, but I'm I'm very curious because this is Ryan Murphy shit. Like he loved his shit. So mm-hmm. I'm curious. I'm curious. Yeah. I will say that um the Ted Bundy mixtapes um were a little different. First of all, it was like it's a documentary and they talked more about the psychological part of like trying to find Ted Bundy, how like his past, like how he pretty much became a profile for a serial killer. Like there's something wrong with his home life. Uh, he pretends to be this thing and how they like forced him to like, um, how they had to get him to admit to things. Like it was like speaking to like the detectives, like you could only get like Ted Bundy, I believe to admit things. If like you talked about Ted Bundy in a way that wasn't him, you know? So I found all that interesting, too. So if you're into, like, profiling, that would be a good one. But, yeah, I'm going to watch this, too, because I'm just, I'm really, I'm, I am curious, but I watch it just one time. And it's also important to think about these victims. Like, we only think about, like, the killer. But like you said, um, Niecy Nash character was, like, shedding more light on it. And that's another thing that I try to stay mindful of. Like, let's center the people and their families. Mm-hmm. Like, that's that's still very important. Yeah, that is important. Um, but I would definitely check that out, the the um, the mixtapes that she was saying, because for me, it was, like, very... I felt like even though Zac Efron's intentions was to not romanticize them, it was easy to be romanticized. Like, I... That's what I was kind of getting on um it felt flat for me but that's just me um but yeah i'm very curious to see how this panned out for real we'll see 
All right, let's move into the sunken place. Um, unfortunately, we're talking about cannibalism two times in one show. That's not vegan. But speaking of not <laughs> vegan, the CEO of Beyond Meat bit a man's nose. Oh my god, this fucking <laughs> this is such this what? is like the most bizarre First... thing I've read in a while. So, so bizarre. Let's, let's let's unpack. So the COO of Beyond Meat has been arrested for chowing down on some fresh flesh. This is TMZ, not me saying this, okay? (laughs) Doug Ramsey was arrested Saturday night for allegedly biting a man's nose after an Arkansas football game. Ramsey had just watched Arkansas defeat Missouri State. (laughs) Being from Arkansas or or Missouri is enough. all I really need to hear for this story to make sense. But when he went to the parking lot, got into his Bronco, and attempted to exit, according to cops, a driver of a Subaru inched his way towards the Bronco, connecting with the front passenger tire. So they got into a little fender bender. That's that's all it allegedly took for Ramsey to go ballistic, jumping out of his whip and allegedly punching through the back windshield <laughs> of oh, the Subaru. Oh, he was on a rampage, baby. <laughs> the, he managed his football team loss. The owner of the <laughs> Subaru apparently didn't take kindly to that and got out himself and started punching Ramsey. Yeah. Ramsey's response, according to the police report, was that he bit the owner's nose, ripping the flesh Excuse me, ripping the flesh <laughs> off the tip of the nose. <laughs> the Subaru driver says Ramsey also threatened to kill him. Ramsey was arrested on charges of making terroristic threats and third degree battery. It's just like, bro, it's so relax. many levels to this. <laughs> so, so many, many levels. levels. Like, first of all, like you're at a fucking sports game in Arkansas. Or some shit. What is it? Yeah. Like, yeah, that's first like, of all, um... like it's not even that deep. That's first of all. <laughs> second of all <laughs> second of all, someone I'm sure this person graced their bumper. I'm sure there was no dying scene, no pictures of no dent. I didn't see you know, the car's not totaled. It's giving someone kissed your bumper and you're like, Rah! Yeah, like that's making me scared to have Beyond Meat too, because I'm just like, was it something like in the the Beyond Meat that made him snap? Like, was he just having? What is the talk about doing a profile on a criminal? Like, I need to know. I have so I have questions that I haven't even thought of yet. And like, where did you learn the bite nose tactic as a form of self defense? Exactly. That's rage. That is rage. Because the the the. To bite the skin off, that is something that, like Davina said, that, that's a tactic. Like, that is something that you, I know it's rage, but that is something that is learned, I feel like. That is something that is taught. That is something that is taught. That is so nasty. It's very, it's very nasty to do on so many levels. First of all, punching, let's, let's start with you punching through somebody's window. Like, no, that's you, crazy enough. Doing Yo. that alone should have landed you in jail, right? Period. But it's like you continue to escalate. Like you I, munched. I, I'm, <laughs> I like, he I said, "Munch, like, munch, crunch, crunch." <laughs> he said, "Bitch, I'm my baby. I do what I want." <laughs> like what? How do you do that? Like how? Like punching through some. First of all, if I punch through somebody's window shield, I would have to go to hospital because I know my hand would be broken. <laughs> but then it's like you had enough energy. Like you really was mad as shit about that football game, huh? 
Or 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 you really love your Bronco. It's just we really need to talk about the rage people be feeling these days. Just walking around feeling rage. Now I get it. Some days I be mad too, and I always say, "Dan, if that person would have hit my car, I would have done this. I would have done that." But in reality, if somebody hits your car, you t- you exchange insurance information, and you, and that's it. That that's what you do. You do not bite their nose. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's just like. Bruh, I need to. I, I need to know. I need to know the rest. Like the nose got all types of boogies and bacteria in it. Like it's yeah. not giving. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder if he's vegan for real. For real. Like I, I don't like, think not so anymore. Because he he um he worked for uh Tyson before this. Uh, oh because, shit! So he yeah. just go where the money reside. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so I'm laughing. This New York Post article just said that he chomped down on the victim's nose. Like people are just being funny. But apparently he was um he's been suspended. Hopefully in forever he's suspended. From <laughs> Indefinitely. Because yeah. yeah, like that's fuck. just that's the worst press, and I feel like. Folks have been fired for less. <laughs> They've been fired for less. Like, you out here biting niggas' nose. That's crazy. Oh, God. So, yeah. To hell with Ramsey. Um, don't be making us vegans look bad. Because everybody making vegans the joke. The butt of the <laughs> yeah, joke. Yeah, like, definitely. I mean, I'll be laughing, but come on. <laughs> yeah. All right, so let's get into this common sense sis segment. So, I thought it would be a great just idea to go down memory lane you know just think about our experiences um in high school and really really bring people in on just like who we all were like our dynamics and just i just let's go into our teen teenage dirtbag eras like let's just go back let's go let's take it there i just want to say explicitly this is the only platform that i will ever go into teenage dirtbag Gladly. <laughs> okay. Well, I love that. I love that. I love that we are um, the place where you could do that. So first, what kind of students were you? Like, we all seen the movies and every student has like a different, like fits into like a different clique or stereotype. So let's all name, which cliques were we in? Who were we? Um, me, I think I probably would fit under, like, I was a class clown. <laughs> um, I really liked, like, thinking about, like, looking back, I'm like, I really fucked with a lot of teachers. Like, like, meant, like try, I picked with people. <laughs> um, I was definitely, like, a class clown. Like, I was, like, I was, I just found, like, how to work sarcasm. So I was hyped about that. Um, but I also was obsessed with going to college. So I I joked around, but I used to be in that guidance counselor room, like, hey, yeah, so um, next steps, like, you know. <laughs> so I feel like I was a class clown, but, like, I I guess I would say overachiever. Like, could I say that? Yeah. yeah I, I, definitely over- say, I feel like you, you were Miss Extracurricular. I was. I fucking love extracurricular activities. My kids going to hate me because I've been an extracurricular curricular activities since I since school started like since I was a kid so I love extracurricular activities so yeah I was in all of that I did all of it I did so yeah Yeah. I think I would say class clown slash overachiever that was me what about you Davina I was um I was definitely giving like equal parts like nerd awkward and stoner like (laughs) the stoner came later but um 
I I was like really to myself, except for the few people I fucked with. I was there for the I was there for the books because I was also kind of similar to Sabrina. I was on a mission to get the fuck to college. And <laughs> I knew I knew that I was like quote different and that I wanted to like I wanted to leave the hood. I wanted to like go somewhere else where I could be myself and find out whatever that was. So I was like I'm in the books. I ain't got time for y'all drama. Y'all can set the whole building on fire, but bitch, I'ma ace this test. Yeah, you were you smart as shit. You can fight next to me, but bitch, yeah. I'ma ace this test. But I'm <laughs> you going are smart to college. Yeah, <laughs> like, you was. You did not play it. And I would stay after school for fucking tutoring and shit too. Like even if I like did, like I would like um I also like to like help others and shit too. So I would like mm-hmm. stay and like help tutor others, um and like get my own shit done. Like I was I was in it. You couldn't tell me nothing. You and then really when I was. Yeah, when it got to college, it did a whole 180 on that. But <laughs> high school, high school Davina was that girl. She she had the glasses on, the AP classes, and she handled her business. Yeah, because yeah. we was in the same classes, and you were a great under us. Yeah. Yeah, was, yeah they offered me even to um to graduate Skip. early. Y'all remember yeah. that. They offered me to graduate early, and in hindsight, I wish I had took it and just took the extra year off. Um, but I'm kind of glad that I stayed because I got to like work on my art portfolio. I got to like get to know our high school, um, art teacher a bit more, um, and you know, get, get ready for really art school and make some more friends. But yeah, I (laughs) couldn't tell me nothing. I was like, bitch, it's giving nerd and don't fuck with me at the same time. (laughs) (laughs) It really gave it. (laughs) Oh my gosh. That's so funny. Um, for me, it was deaf. Like, so I was very into like student government that was my life like yes. that Dork. That she was, said politics yes i was in very much into student government and like sabria um mentioned extracurricular activities like i like we were equally always doing something with school like we would run bake sales we would be on the prom committee we were the ones that like the adults in the building consulted about like decisions that were going to be made rather be like the vending machine or like this group of execs were coming to the school and they needed a tour like i was definitely like miss personality miss uh politics uh friends with everybody at school like when I look back, I didn't have like one click. I hung out with everybody just at different times and just like moved throughout the school. I think like high school definitely helped me like relationship build. But like both of y'all said, I knew my black ass needed to get out the hood. Mm-hmm. And again, like when it was like, it was a lot of space after school to like hang out in our high school. And I think that like we were always like connected with those like Villanova students that used to come to mm-hmm. school. Like we were yes. all like, yeah, like can you help me do this? And we were at SAT preps on, on Saturdays. Yep. Just really, really like what resources can I have? And I that's when I learned like if you open yourself up to help, like a, a lot of adults are willing to help you. They are. Cause I don't, I know I wouldn't have been able to make it to the next step had it not been for like help of like the teachers and like the staff and high school so mm-hmm. but yeah miss personality miss president and miss get the fuck out of here <laughs> <laughs> so what clubs were we part of we kind of just touched on it yeah i was um oh my god so i no shock i started um our school's gsa so if you don't know what that is, is it the Gay Straight Alliance? Um, and mm-hmm. how, like thinking about it now as an adult, like 
I'm like, um, that is like so basic. Like, <laughs> uh, there's so much more than that. But like, as a like, that was very groundbreaking what I was doing. Um, as a teenager. But yeah, I started the Gay Straight Alliance. Um, I remember it was this like straight boy who came in the class telling me how he was asking like, you know, he was talking about his cousin who just came out. And it was like, I'm like, wow. And he's like a hood nigga too. That I'm like, this is really cool. I started this. So yeah, I started the Gay Straight Alliance. Um, I did student government as well along with Ima. I, she was the president. I was the vice president. Um, I tried to get into the drama club, but I realized, I always talk about this. I did child acting and I realized once I went to that school, people wasn't serious. I didn't like that. So I was like, I'm not doing this. <laughs> I'm like, as soon as people was laughing and giggling at rehearsal, I'm like, this is not the custom. So I, so I didn't want to do the drama, um, class. What else? Oh, we all three of us try to do this. We did Arabic oh after school. God. I was going to mention that. our asses could not get anything <laughs> right. And then it was bad because all three of us was friends. And I, again, like I said, was a class clown. I would do something. Iman would feed off of that. And then Davina would laugh. So that was the <laughs> bad. Yo, and they hated we, my laugh. They hated and me. we all had a crush on the teacher who was teaching Arabic. So it just was a bad combo, and I'm so sorry. To the, I just want to apologize. I'm, I don't even know if he listened to it, but I'm so sorry, Mr. Holt, because like we were so disrespectful, and he was trying so hard to teach us Arabic, but we was like clowning around, and I'm so sorry. And he probably don't even remember that he's no. living his life, you know. But I'm so sorry because I started the jokes, and then Iman fed off my energy, and then I made Davina laugh. So it was me. I, it was you know, so. I Apologize. Um, yeah, that was definitely how it went, though. Like, that's literally how it went. Um, and what? What? I, I don't remember what other club. Oh, prom. We did. Me and Iman was not fucking playing around with that prom. We like, okay, this is what it is. This house gonna be like Iman said. We literally had the adults coming to us like asking for approval for stuff. Like we stayed in the office. I stayed in the office. Like we made announcements like on the speaker. Like we was not playing that shit. But I think that's all the clubs I was in, right? Oh, I did art too. I don't know if Div- I don't remember Davina. Did you do after school art with me? I don't think so when we had when we built the computer like we took computer parts and we won no, all we, no i didn't do all okay, that I don't think, so that, we, like robotics was that with robotics no it wasn't robotics we took apart um computer parts and we made um like a like a sculpture um from the, the computer parts no y'all fancy but um yeah i was in an art club my art teacher was obsessed with me and davina he wanted nothing <laughs> yes. more than for us to succeed he was obsessed with making us draw trees. Um, yeah, he, yeah. Yo. he made us draw trees. He thought that would make us better artists. Oh my um, god! But I still... yeah, he he loved us and he wanted us to succeed. But yeah, that's all the clubs I was in, right? I think so. I think that Her. was it. Yeah. I said that's all. I named like fifty clubs. <laughs> <laughs> right? She put, she whipped out the scroll and said that's it. <laughs> um. <laughs> So I was giving, I mean, I feel like I stayed after school for like tutoring. At one point I did tennis. Y'all remember my tennis era? Yeah. I do remember that. Oh my God. I did tennis. That was a time, girl. (laughs) I was in my butch era for like a few months. (laughs) 
<laughs> I can't even say it with a straight face, but that was it was fun, and I still I still love tennis in my heart, just not Aww. in my body. Um, <laughs> I want us to play together one day. I've been trying to get into tennis. We can do it when you come to if you come to New York and it's like warm out. We can like just get on the fields and ka ka ka, you know. Yes, 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 yes. yes. <laughs> But yeah, I did tennis. I did. I touched student government a little bit. I was trying to get on y'all level, but it weren't you a treasure? Out. Oh yeah, I was giving treasure. <laughs> yeah, I think we made her treasure. We did campaign photos together. Yeah, we <laughs> did. Oh my god, them fucking campaign photos. Woo! <laughs> no one will ever see them. Nobody. <laughs> oh my god, iconic. <laughs> um, yeah, that's really that's. I think that's yeah, because that was the only sport I had tried. I wanted to try track and field, but that was that looked like a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ, people who run real hard for fun are insane to me. That's it. I pass right. out. <sighs> okay, so for me, it was like I think. So I don't know if this is a club or not, but um, I was in the National Honor Society. Like that happened, and I didn't even get it. Like, cause I thought I was an RA student, and then one day they just was like, "Yeah, you're in the National Honor Society," and I'm like, "What the fuck? Thank you, <laughs> I appreciate it." Um, student government, like Sabria and Davina mentioned, like that was our, like that was a shit I really took serious. Like when I say I Same. took that campaign serious, like beefs were started like every year. So I was the president for two years in a row. The first year, somebody was like. A woman, a girl that I went to school with was going head to head with me. Like, I never forget, like, I had my little cute pictures and then she sent an email blast to the whole school of her with, like, a bikini top on and then walked by me in the hallway and said, sex sells. That's in high school. In high school. She <laughs> said, sex, sex sells and walked by me. Bitch, you lost. <laughs> You lost. And what the I fuck? always think about that. And like, it was, just, it's just so funny to me because Eric, who is here right now, who's our engineer, was like responsible for like <laughs> my music and stuff. Like, I really was not playing. Like, I can't, I was like, you need to play Run This Town when I walk on stage. And I did the Barack <laughs> yes. Obama walk. And then the next year when I wanted to be reelected, I played Encore by Jay-Z. Like, I was in my fucking bag, <laughs> but sex sells. Like, I always think about that. Like, you were 15. I you wanted carried. to say something like that. Yeah, Yvonne, was... you carried. You let the you let the entire that school of all but fifty people, child. <laughs> you let them know I am here. If any bitch want it, thank Period. you, thank you so much. I was not playing, and also like I was definitely the underdog because I came from North Philly, so nobody knew me. I didn't go to middle school with anybody. It was just like a good opportunity for me to be. Like, I will start somewhere, not know nobody, and end up the president. So please, <laughs> like, take it easy on me. Um, talent show, uh, that's something that, like, me and Sabria were both part of. Like, we would, like, host the talent shows, create <laughs> the talent shows, that. promote the... And our talent shows used to be a big deal. Like, people, yeah. I remember there were times where, like, my, my, my friends from North Philly would come to the talent show or, like, my, um... Like cousins, like there were times where Kiki was at the talent show at like high school the future. So it was like our talent shows was were a pretty, pretty big deal. They were so funny. They were fun. Like it was a lot of energy. And like I would be like the host with like another friend always. So like clearly this is something that I've been wanting to do for a long time, be a host. Um, we were all orientation counselors, I believe, at one point. Yes. yes. Oh my god. That used OCs, to be so baby. fun. I love being an OC because you could get lunch, that we could go to Sparrows and get some cheese. <laughs> Fries and pizza yes. and stuff like that. And we got t-shirts. Yes, we got t-shirts. And then at the end of orientation, like everybody would take a marker and like write on a t-shirt. It was so cute. So cute. Um, 
Finally, um, this is a joke. This is such a joke that I said basketball committee instead of that I was on a basketball team. <laughs> what? Hilarious. What? I was bullied to be on the basketball team. I was there for like two months and I like literally j- broke a nail real bad trying to do a rebound. And I said, oh, I'm the fuck out of here. This ain't for me. And I quit and I never turned back. That's really a joke. Like It really was. I don't know why I did it. Um, so, <laughs> all right. So what was your style in high school? Like, who did you dress like? So like, no surprise. My style was like very, I was heavily influenced by emo culture. Like I was always wearing a shirt from Hot Topic, but then we had to wear school uniforms. And even when we wore school uniforms, I still was like, y'all is not going to catch me slipping. Like I'm still going to be emo rocker chick 666. Oh. <laughs> uh, so that was my style, and it's funny because like it has evolved as I became an as I became an adult. But yeah, that was my style, very like rocker emo, all about hot topics. Still am. Um, I did have a phase where I tried to wear some Hollister stuff, um, and since I was bigger, I had to wear the men's stuff. So the <laughs> shit that I wore was ugly as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> like I had a shirt that said like. It says something like, um, like that's what she said or something like that. Like some ugly that shit was ugly as fuck. But that's I don't know what why I get this for is taking me out. <laughs> oh my god, Davina. What was oh what god. was your style? Oh my god. Again, it was it was giving nerd. It was not giving what was supposed to be gave. It was like I was like I said, I was still trying to find trying to find myself and like through hanging out with fashionable black women, I learned the art of accessorizing. Mm-hmm. Um, so shout out to y'all. Um, so I, it started with like a cardigan and then like a bracelet kind of moment. Like it was giving very like, mm, you know, like dress up, dress up day at the office. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's, business cash. Yeah, yeah. That's what it gave. It gave business cash, but also with a touch of a uh, skater because yes. for some reason, I remembered it. Yeah. For some reason I had, I don't know where this came from either. It might, it might've also been like MySpace and rocker era or like my interpretation of that. But I took the skater part of that for some reason <laughs> and started wearing like DC sneakers and like stripes and like graphic tees from, um, you had Hollister. I had American Eagle mm. because oh, I that's that. yeah. My, I had an American Eagle pants. era and those skinny ass <laughs> jeans. Yes. Um, it was all about big shoes, skinny jeans, <laughs> accessories, and the Cardi. Because I was like, bitch, I see, I see them in Cardis. I want to be in a Cardi too. And like the only thing, you know. And then I started, you know, behind closed doors, putting my mom's clothes on, and here we are. <laughs> Period. No, but I, I do remember your like fashionista era. Like when I'm when I started to be like be like, she's really clean. Like the cardigans was very clean. It was yeah. always like a heather gray, a crispy black. Like it was always very Classy clean. Yes. But with yes. a uniform shirt, because we had uniforms. Yes. So it was like all we could do was accessorize. Literally that. Literally that. And like it's so funny that we all took an element of like edginess because like for the most part, I was like giving Nancy Drew. Like, that was what I wanted. I wanted yes. a preppier style. Like, I was wearing Dillia's. I was wearing Old Navy. I was wearing Forever 21. Like, I really love to wear, like, my uniform shirt, um, 
a skirt with some like floral tights uh, uggs and then some days i'll be like you know what we're gonna go edgy and i will wear like my uniform shirt a plum cardigan a black skirt um lace black leggings and like yes. my tall doc martens yes. and i was like that's it also my hair i went through every single hairstyle imaginable you in high did. school every like, you've rocked every hair that is really one thing did. that also it like drew me to you was like i was like this bitch rock anything Wow. Like, she, yo. Like, how did I have like a full, like, full sewing? And then I'm like, I want to go into a mohawk. I'm like, I just wanted to, like, I, I had wanted a mohawk to be everything. Do we have a mohawk at the same time? I don't think we had them at the same time. But I, I had don't a think we too. had a mohawk. No, you was, I think it was like out of college when you did your Sabria, mohawk. You was, in, you was in your Bob era when Iman had a mohawk. Oh, yeah. I had the Dora Explorer Bob. You were known like for the Bob. Bob, <laughs> Bob. Bob. The hair was so healthy too. Like your your bob was very healthy. It and was, full. and it was dyed. Crazy, yeah, crazy. crazy. Okay, um, and who was your celebrity crush in high school? This is gonna be so funny. So for me, my celebrity crush was M Shadows from Avenged Sevenfold. Like, if anybody knew me, first of all, nobody knew who the fuck he was in my school. Nobody still knew. Still don't. I was still don't, and I was him for Halloween one year. And I, since we we all use laptops, I emailed a picture out to the whole school and was like, first of all, we was not supposed to be doing stuff like that. But I emailed a picture to the whole school. I was like, this is who I am for Halloween. And people was like, oh, you really look like the bull, like you really like, like, cause I had like fake tattoos and I had a fake lip ring and I had like fake gauges. But yeah, M Shadows, that was my celebrity crush. Like, I loved him so bad. Like, I had a book with all his pictures in it. Like, I had a picture of me, and I was like calling myself Lady Sevenfold on MySpace. Like, I loved M Shadows, like, real, real bad. Like, I also liked Kid Cuddy a lot. Um, and I met him when I was in high school. Um, but yeah, it was it was M Shadows um and Kid Cuddy uh for me. Okay. And Davina? Yes. Um for me, I I guess this was maybe the first wave of my uh like crush on twinks era <laughs> so it was it was like young shia labeouf it was because i remember he was my background on myspace like heavy I um, I remember that. and zach Efron. <laughs> oh yeah i remember it i was having it was the it was the white it was the white twinkie boys phase unfortunately <laughs> We've all had um it. <laughs> yeah we all we all had it my mine happened at that time but yeah i was i was like obsessed and i, I remember like my background being it was like shia labeouf and like avril lavigne and i had like <laughs> santa hats falling it was a mess girl but yeah <laughs> It, it was a mess. I had a soft, I had a soft spot for them, for them white boys. Child, thank God that era is over. <laughs> we all aren't better. <laughs> <sighs> for me, Ugh. the first one was Tyson Ritter from the All American Rejects. Oh my God! Yes, I remember this era. I loved. I, I thought that that was a beautiful man. This is one picture of him covered in glitter, and I was just like, wow. I remember that. I thought that was the most. <laughs> Amazing thing. Like she really thought it was so groundbreaking. <laughs> I said he don't care about gender. That's crazy. That's wild. 
Like that <laughs> people be impressed by Harry Styles. Like you, it was very brave as a grown man to cover yourself in glitter back then. Also gives you hell. Like that, a make great song to this day. <laughs> Amazing song. Um, so it was Tyson Ritter. It was Drake. Like I yeah. was. Yo, um, you love Drake. She was obsessed. <laughs> I had a folder on my again. I'm not supposed to be using a school laptop for this, <laughs> but I had a school folder, and I I feel confident in saying that in 2008. I I owned every picture of Drake on the internet. Ima, I did the same thing with Jake Gyllenhaal because I saw you do that with Drake. That was another crush I forgot to make. I did the same thing with Jake Gyllenhaal because Iman did that with Drake. I, I don't know. That's so stupid. Why do I need every picture ever? And I would just like scan through the pictures every day and just like look at them. I love Drake. I got on Twitter because of Drake. I would like always have like Drake in my top eight or top 10 on my space. Like I was obsessed with Drake. She and had me is, listening to him. I was like, this is good, right? Like Ransom. You, uh, oh. you definitely put me on to Drake. Drake. <laughs> I really feel like I was a grassroots supporter in Drake's career. Like I was there. <laughs> Um, and finally, Dane Cook. Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll leave it right there. We're going to move on. she laugh like that? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, because, like, he's so... She said, ah. <laughs> <laughs> so, He's so mid. Like, I don't know. Like... <laughs> Oh my god! I didn't know no we were shame. judging crushes. Oh my no god, shame. that's hilarious. No, I because he was funny. <laughs> True. That's all Back then. Back then, For let's sure. let's clarify. <laughs> and it was an old crush. It's no longer. Um, oh all right. So the last question: What was your favorite hood snack? You know, we used to hit them poppies. We used to hit them stores up. Oh my god. We did. And this is back this is when I was pescatarian slash vegetarian. So all all bets were off. <laughs> um I feel like I loved me some hot fries. I loved hot fries. Like mm. if I could sneak and get some cause my mom, my they ain't played it. My mom and dad they ain't played it. So if I could sneak and get some hot fries before school i was just like yep that's it like i fucking loved hot fries um what else i liked um i liked hot cheetos no that was iman (laughs) that was iman she probably gonna talk on it but that was iman i ate them occasionally hot fries was really my thing um but iman with the hot cheetos It was bad for her. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was bad. <laughs> oh my god! That's that's all. That's what you got. You got the handicaps. Remember somebody yeah. called them handicaps and we know what they were. <laughs> oh, yeah, I was like, you fucking freak. What are you talking about? <laughs> oh, sorry. So hot fries and this is very. I don't even. This not even considered a snack, but it was. So there was a store that served fries, and we like would get them after school. So I like the hood fries with salt, pepper, ketchup. Mm, I love hood fries. They're mm. so good. Yeah. They got a different type of taste. You can't, like, it's so, it was that and, you know, Andy Caps. <laughs> <laughs> no, Ima, I think it was Eric that called him Andy Caps. <laughs> what? We were like, what are you talking about? He's like, those are Andy Caps. Some of our chips. And we were like, hot fries? He's like, no, they're called Andy Caps. We look on the front. The label said Andy Caps. And- Andy Caps, I'm like, it's been like 10 years of me eating these and I never noticed the actual name because that's what we do in the hood. We just call it what everybody else call it. We don't yeah. actually know the name hot of fries. the chip brand. It's like, oh, it's hot fries. No, it's Andy Caps hot fries. Crazy. Yeah. Crazy. 
So what's your favorite, oh my God. favorite um, hood snack? I feel like it's a lot of the same things that I'll still love. <laughs> um, but something that I don't like have as much anymore that I just sort of thinking about was um, zebra cakes. Do y'all oh. remember those? Yes, I oh do remember those. Oh my God, those, those were my shit. I, I would always go and I would get like a, I would get like a sweet thing and then like a savory thing. And the savory <laughs> thing is more the same of what I do now, which is like a cheesy potato chip. Like that will always <laughs> have my heart. Like give me a Dorito, give me a cheese curl, give me a cheese ball, whatever form it is give it to me um and then something sweet so i would usually get the fucking zebra cakes or the fudge rounds mm. back in the day when this shit was fucking 25 cent i gave me one mm. oh you couldn't tell me shit i had my little hug my little zebra cake my little doritos and i was ready to fucking party you still love doritos i, I still i still love doritos. i got a big bag in my kitchen did you like oreos too or staring am I at that me up? um i did like oreos i don't like them as much anymore but that that was also my shit chocolate mm. chocolate <laughs> no i was just thinking how much uh, zebra cakes were vegan i was looking at a, a box of them the other day um but i used to love these like little debbie's muffins like blueberry muffins oh my god like a blueberry muffin or like a honey bun you know the mm. little debbie's donuts like i was really yes. into like them glazed donuts like i would my eyes would be rolling back in my head as i <laughs> ate those like i love a snack i love a little debbie snack cake like that was my shit the tasty cake pies like i just first of all i was big into snacks and that's like being becoming vegan was the best thing for me simply <laughs> so that i can eliminate eating all of that because like i was definitely like sabria it wasn't allowed in the house but if i had three dollars on me oh I'm about to I'm about to fuck up some some calories real hard. So mm-hmm. hot Cheetos. You mentioned this Bri. I was so into like I actually had an addiction. I really do think I had a hot Cheeto addiction. Like it was bad for her. It was really bad, like to the point where like I won't even share what happened to me. But like things got really everything got red hot. And I'll leave it there. Um the, the hers honey barbecue cheese curls were so good to me too. And like the spicy cheese curls by hers. Ugh, I have yet to find anything that tastes like those spicy cheese girls. And I really do miss them. Um, and finally, this is something to bring. I don't even know that if you saw me eat this, but I used to love cheesesteak rolls from the Chinese store. <laughs> oh my god! Ah, uh, it's so hard to find those in New York for some reason. Yeah, they probably know. ain't got them. Feel like just be doing anything with cheesesteak. <laughs> <laughs> really will put anything into an egg roll. Like. Yeah, <laughs> they, were, they be having pizza rolls. Like literally, oh, yeah, anything. I liked the, the the pizza roll. So good, so 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 good. Um, but yes, y'all, that's it. That's the last question. Um, just again. So happy to go down memory lane and think about who we were and to realize that in, this, in a lot of ways, we are the same girls, but in other <laughs> ways, we are very different. So yes. it's just funny to think about that. <laughs> <laughs> But yes, y'all, that's it for this week's show. Uh, Damina, we just want to thank you so much for joining us. Again, it was a very long time coming, but we love, love, love having you. And please let the people know where they can find you. Where can they stay in touch? Yes, um, you can find me on Instagram at hyperbole the queen. That's H-Y-P-E-R-B-O-L-E the queen. Um, And uh, I guess my website is DavinaHeart.com for professional purposes for now. (laughs) 
Uh, and y'all will also see me on the ballroom floor. I want to give a shout out to, I can't explicitly name them, but my ballroom family. I hope y'all are listening. Uh, I love you all so much. And I can't wait to continue on this journey. And they've already given me a sense of confidence and poise and just so much love that I'm going to continue to spread uh, everywhere I go. Love that. Shout out to the fam. Shout out to the fam. Um, so y'all definitely head up our girl Davina. Follow her on the socials. Stay tapped in. And you can find me on the socials at Imamate on Instagram. You can find me on Twitter at It's Mate and Sabria. You can find me at Frankenfem underscore on Twitter and It's Frankenfem on Instagram. And don't forget to vote for me for the face of horror. Period, period. Period. Don't, for, don't forget to vote for our girl and also continue to follow stay stay in touch with us on Instagram at Black Girl Brunch, on Twitter, BLK Girl Brunch, and listen to us on SoundCloud, Spotify, Google Play, and everything other than Apple right now as we work through this. Because they're being mean to us. Yes, and hit us up at blackgirlbrunch at gmail.com. We want to hear your mess. We want to hear your drama. Send it to us there. <laughs> yes. And also, um, Davina has um, links in her bio on Instagram and one of them is to her GoFundMe so you know support a black trans woman period 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 Period. that's it y'all that's the show we love you bye peace bye